the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Exactly. Go right to the bridge. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Gone Podcast. It is me, Michael, and with me as always, singing some Beach Boys, which That's we're right. familiar with. Man. What up? Steve Ford. How's it going, man? You and your Beach Boys, you love them Beach Boys. I man. love the Beach Boys. They are, I think, number two on my list of greatest recording artists. I mean, I think you and I've talked about Beatles are number one for me. Uh, I think Beach Boys are number two. Temptations throw, three. Throw the Temptations up there, number three. I got Elvis up there. You know, then yeah. it starts getting getting kind of clustery. But those are like you know top four, uh, probably my favorite. So Beach Boys are right there, number two. Love yeah, Beach, me some Beach Boys. Yeah, Beach Boys got a good sound to them, man. Oh, yeah, Beach Boys, they fuck man. <laughs> they fuck hard. And what you were singing about, basically, we are in. <laughs> Uh, more. We are in deep. We're in further with the off season. Oh, we're knuckles deep in the off season. We're knuckles deep to the point of we're hitting wrist. <laughs> exactly. We're losing our. <laughs> we're losing our watch in that game. <laughs> uh, Verlander re- recently has visited with the Dodgers. The Dodgers and the other guy you mentioned in your song Abreu. Yeah. Jose Abreu goes to the Astros in a move. That I don't think a lot of people seem coming, Was but not expecting that. it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yep. It really does. It's, uh, I like the move. The, the rich get richer, you know, for, for Houston. Mm. Uh, and, and it makes sense. I think this pretty much solidifies the fate of Yuli Gurriel. I think he's a free agent. I, I don't think he's coming back now. Do you think? No, <laughs> I don't think so either. I mean, he's pushing yeah. 40 years old. Yep. And you're getting a Brayu three year deal worth $60 million. Now, obviously, yep. he's 35 years old, but at the same time, he, is a better player than uh, Yuri, Yuli Gurriel, but he also brings something that they lack in that lineup is big power, like pure big power, power. Yep. pure power. I mean, they got Bregman, they got Altuve, who definitely can you got Alvarez can go yard at any time, and Alvarez and Kyle Tucker. But this guy is built yep. for power, and it's yep. in the form of a first baseman who they desperately needed. Yep, yep. I mean, he can DH some as well, and uh, you know. It, Alvarez proved that he can play the outfield there, you know, so it, it, it's a great move. You can alternate between the outfield, Alvarez can, and, and DH with Abreu. And yeah, I love it. Sucks for Boston because I think this is Boston's top free agent target. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Scratch Sorry, that one off. stuck with Bobby Dole back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, with some, you lose some, right? Red Sox. Yeah. yeah, I was not, I was not expecting it, but once I looked uh, closer into it, it, it makes sense. So yeah, it does. I mean, it, yeah. it makes a lot of sense for him. I like it. I like the move. I think I, do too. I was wondering, I've been talking for like three, four years now when uh, Jose Abreu's time would be done with Chicago. Yep. 
And I remember when we were talking, you and I went to a game a few years ago, a White Sox game. Yep. And I was like, yeah, this has to be the last year they're going to have him. And then they <laughs> signed him for that deal. And he just, he, I mean, he ended up winning an MVP, I think, in 2020, right? Yep. 2020. Yep. yep. So, yeah. I, I you still got, I mean, and he's in his mid-30s. This is the time where he's going to put on the lasting legacy mm-hmm. of the rest of his career, the lasting part of his career. And that usually with your best players comes in the form of high stats, like gaudy stats. Yep. And hopefully get that world series that I think he really wants, which he was hoping to get with the white Sox, but they mm-hmm. just keep falling short. So it's kind of like a Miguel Cabrera situation where yeah. you kind of hung around. Obviously he had that, that different. I mean, it was different than the because Miguel had that contract. You couldn't really pedal, right, but right. he was trying to will this team to, to, to a there. win. Yep. And Jose Abreu was kind of doing it with his youngsters Yep. that they had and they just couldn't pull it off. So good on Jose Abreu for, for trying to find the last part of, of his legacy, the last part of his career path, which is yeah, Great. that ring. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I read the rundown. Yeah. Carlos Santana joins the pirates. Huh? Oh, well, yeah. So, <laughs> so there's, hasn't been a lot of big free agent moves so far. Yeah. I and mean, you're seeing every Sorry. week, there's a little move here and there. And the pirates, I, eh? <laughs> one, of the, one I wanted to put into the rundown is Carlos Santana at the back half, the very end of his career. He's joining a Pirates team. Now, that is, I don't know if this is, this is exactly, this is a Pirates move. I mean, oh, it totally is. let's get this guy when he's good and cheap. Yep. And let, and he's, this guy's going to hit. I mean, yep. Carlos Santana, not to be confused with Carlos Santana, the, the, the musician. Yeah. <laughs> but Carlos Santana has his hit in Cleveland. He went to the Phillies for a little bit, for yep. a year, I think. He's with went back to the Indians for a second stint, then the Royals, yep. the Mariners, and the Pi- Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, and every lo- every yeah, and a punch. <laughs> and he has hit along the way. I mean, he uh-huh. has always hit. His best years were with Cleveland, the first, I don't know, seven years in Cleveland, and yeah. then obviously his return in 2019. But now he's 36 years old. He's gonna be 37 around when the when the when the season starts, and he's good and cheap. Yep. So obviously. Fits that Robert pirates Nutting. mold. <laughs> Fits that pirates mold, and of course they ain't gonna sign him to three, four years. No, 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 no. They're gonna sign him for one year, <laughs> one year, <laughs> and then probably similar to what the Tigers do. If he's doing well, they'll pedal him at the deadline and see if they can get some young talent that they'll be able to trade later. That is exactly it. That's you. You've hit the blueprint right on the head. I mean, that yep. is classic pirates move. The pirates are going to do exactly what you said. They're gonna see if this guy will take off. He's probably gonna bat in the heart of the lineup. He's probably. Yep. He's going to be good at the front front half of the season. He's going to get yep. you the hits. He's going to get you the RBIs. He's going to get on base. And then, obviously, like you just said, they're <laughs> going to pedal him for some goods. And that's yep. going to be in the form of some some prospects that probably not top tier because, obviously, mm-hmm. Carlos Santana is not. He's kind of an old. He's a veteran. So you're not going to get a lot for him. But you're right. It's going to be guys that they're going to end up pedal, pedaling later on. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, one thing we said about the Pirates, they're very good at developing young talent. So the they really are. To- take those goods, make them into something very good. And then before they're about to get paid, they paddle them. Yeah. You know, that, that seems that's to the be Pittsburgh the mold. pirates. <laughs> that, that, that's the mold. That's the blueprint that they go by. And I always yeah. wondered what, why their owner, Robert Nutting is such a dick, man. I mean, yeah. like you have a, a storied franchise, a legendary franchise that you've just sank. Yep. And <laughs> it's just, it sucks too, because general manager that the bed Sherrington, who you and I have talked to many episodes ago. Yep. He's not really, he's tick. he, you know, he was part of the, the Boston Red Sox brain trust. 
mm-hmm. who basically everybody was trying to purge from those guys, right? Yep. And yep. and that that was great. And he was a part. I mean, he was also part of the 2016 Toronto Blue Jays. With if you remember yep. them, I mean, that's when they were early in scout scouting with Bo Bichette and yep. Vlad yep. Guerrero Jr. and what have you. So this guy knows talent. But it has to be frustrating coming to a franchise and not having to spend any money. You're like, fuck, uh-huh. what do I do? I got to build it from the youngsters. So in, in turn, you got O'Neill Cruz, right? You got Brian some of those Hayes. guys, right? Brian Hayes, who hopefully yep. will take the next step in his career. So if you're the man, if you're the GM, Steve, say you're Ben Sherrington, like uh-huh. what's what's the good about being with the Pirates in your uh, eyes? <laughs> is well, there any? I, I think the good is if he can make a winner out of the youngsters, you know, because then it, it's all, it, that's all him. Then he brought in, right. he drafted the talent that came in and started winning. And then that could, you know, put his, uh, his stamp on that team. If he can bring in enough talent to start winning. Cause like you said, we're not going to get it. They're not going to get it with veterans. They're going to no. get your one, one year contracts of some washed up players and then mix them in with the uh, with the youngsters they have coming up, and hope that it works. But yeah, I mean, it, it, one thing about about staying is you know you got to hope that you can develop enough talent to to get to the playoffs, and then that mm-hmm. that's you know your, your team you put that together. So that's, yeah, that's and that, that's a big gamble, right? Yeah, you know, huge. I mean, gamble. that's a big gamble because they've done it in the past with Andrew McCutcheon, and that didn't work out, so mm-hmm. they end up peddling him. But I remember. When they had Starling Marte, when they had yep. Josh Bell, when they yep. had uh, what's his face, Gregory Polanco. Garrett I mean, Cole. these guys, Garrett Cole, these <laughs> guys were the nucleus of this team and they were supposed to take off. But it just never happened with any yep. of these guys were playing for the Pirates. Yep. They did it elsewhere. I mean, Josh right. Bell is one of the top free agents right now. Yep. He's hit very well with the Nationals and the San Diego Padres. Yep. And you got Starling Marte who's rejuvenated his yep. career with obviously the Mets. He did it with the Marlins. Yep. And Polanco still stuck on the Pirates, not being able to move <laughs> yeah, yeah. any farther. And obviously, Garrett Cole moved on, almost won a Cy Young with the Astros, yep, and now he's World with the series. one World yeah. Series. And now he's with the Yankees, being awesome, being their ace. Yep. I yep. mean, Ben Sherrington's probably like, okay, <laughs> I got to make that happen again, uh-huh. but this time try to keep him. Yeah. But they don't have the money. Nutting's not nope. spending the money to keep him. And yeah. Travis Williams, their president, and they've had him for a while. So, yeah, got to win on I, those rookie deals, man. That, that's, that's just it. yeah. That, it's that's, sad. That's the hope. So, know. are you saying if Cabrian Hayes gets good and O'Neill Cruz are just going to paddle him for? Oh, totally. It's going to happen again. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it, they're going to get close to it's time to time to get paid, and then they're going to paddle him, just like you know they pedal all their other players that, that yeah. they do. That you've all, all the ones you've listed, except yeah. for Polanco. <laughs> Polanco can't seem to get out. <laughs> he just can't seem to. Come on, what's a what's a guy got to do to get traded around here? Come on, yeah. what do I got to do, guys? Yeah. I probably should have done a little more research into this, but after the 2021 <laughs> season, Gregory Polanco actually moved on from the Pirates. So, Did he? In, oh, this, well. in this breaking news, he is, he actually plays for the y- y- Yomori Giants of the MPB. <laughs> <laughs> he plays in Japan now. <laughs> We'll cut this part out of the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut this part of the show. Or we're keeping it just to show just how to sad show. the Pirates I'll are. Say exactly that we thought that Polanco was still on the team. <laughs> you know what? I bet Nutting still thinks that Polanco's still on the team. Oh, I bet he does too. He's like, hey, and they come to him, they're like, listen, we got to get some free agency here. They're like, and, he, and Nutting's like, hey, uh, hey, Polanco is progressing <laughs> really well. And they're like, sir, he hasn't played for us in almost two years now. <laughs> He's in Japan. He's in Japan. Like, get him back. I bet he's he's cheap. 
I don't think he wants to come back. They're like, I don't want to go back. Oh my god. I mean, I'm looking at their roster right now, and it's pretty pitiful. Yeah. Oh, well, they, their biggest free agent signing uh, so far uh, this year, aside from Santana, they got uh, Jaiman Choi, the the uh, oh G Man Choi, G Man Choi, Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Rays guy. So oh, they signed who, him. And who can forget the players that they peddled when they got uh, uh, Archer? Remember that? Did they have a lot of good players like last now yeah. that they peddle him or Shane Boz? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. go back to them too. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> who never got a, the who never got the chance? <laughs> who never got the chance? And then they had some good guys in that, and then they ended up getting Archer in that deal. The, the yeah. star he was supposed to be the centerpiece. Which I'm I'm still trying to figure out why they tried to go for it because weren't they still like four games out of the wild card? Yeah, like they, there's really it's not like they were battling for the division; they're battling for a wild card spot. Yeah. Yeah, instead they mortgaged their future for that, and then Archer and, sucked. <laughs> and Archer sucked, and then now he's back with the Tampa Bay Rays. Back with, so. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, look at this roster. It's pretty pitiful. Brian Reynolds is probably their best player right now. Woo! You got Cabrian Hayes and O'Neill Cruz, who yep. hopefully make the next leap in their career. Right. But then it's kind of bad for them. Miguel and Juhar. Really? Yeah, I mean, well, he, he plays with them now. But okay. uh, I mean, I don't hate the lineup just to say if Cabrian Hayes does better than he's done the last two years and if O'Neill right. Cruz takes off, this could be a really good roster. I mean, Mitch Keller needs to. That's another one that needs to develop better. Yep. Max Cranick. I mean, Will Crow is in there, which gives some veteran leadership to the bullpen. I don't know, man. Their team JT really Brubaker, uh, David Bednar, not bad, but yeah, yep. it's extremely young. And then obviously they got Henry Davis coming up from the minors pretty soon, right? Yep. So yep. Man, Mike Rebello is their third base pathetic. coach. Really? Wow. Yeah. Don Kelly. They have a great fucking. Yeah. They, they post the Tigers. Uh, good, good people right there. huh? There, Derek Sheldon's that. their manager, which is a little weird, but they got yeah. Don Kelly as their bench coach. and They got Mike Rebello as their third base coach. I don't hate it. Jeez, I don't either. I really wish that Mike Rebello was stuck around the Tigers organization, but Don Kelly too. Don, yeah, Don Kelly as well. And especially after the whole thing went down with Houston, I thought it'd be a perfect opportunity to bring him uh, back to Detroit. But uh, he, he saw the writing on the wall at that one. He got the fuck out and went, went to Pittsburgh. Like, see ya. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So, yeah. So the Pirates suck. Put a stamp on that. Yep. They're going to yep. suck there in the foreseeable future. Yep. Uh, I guess the biggest news that has actually dropped today, which I want to get your take right away on this. Okay. Steve, Aaron Judge. Has been offered the deal, the deal we've all been waiting for. Eight years, three hundred million. What do you think about it? It's not good enough. <laughs> it's not no, the money's not even close. Yeah. All right. I could see eight years because you and I talked about it. he's he's approaching thirty. So you don't want to go for a ten year deal because I think we talked right. about that last week or the week before. Right. So you don't want to go for you know a ten year contract, but eight years you got to put at least another fifty million. I think on it three fifty. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but I I think the 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 amount is too low. So. I think it starts at 350. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, yep. And then goes from there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You got a guy who's close to 30 or 30 years old. I think he is yep. 30. But this is a guy who's in the prime of his career. I mean, this yeah. is we've seen it last year or this past season where he's he won the MVP. I mean, rightfully yep. so. So I think 300 I hope for the Yankees is a starting point because no, so at least hopefully it opens the lines of negotiation because I think that number if that if that's their firm offer yeah I'm sorry it's not gonna happen right right I don't think it's gonna happen either because there's teams who can spend money right now yep, who will like gladly yep. pay, yeah like the Giants who would gladly pay for Aaron Judge's services yep yeah it's too low the years are right though I like the years the numbers I like the years too low too. Yep, eight yeah. years. That's perfect. Puts him at 
38. And then he could probably do another couple of small, like another two-year deal or something or a three-year deal for right. you know, okay money if he wants to test it again after that or he just calls it a day. Yeah, or but, he dips. Like say he dips in performance and at 38 yep. years old or so, they're like, okay, we're good. Uh, we're good. You know, yep. and and maybe he wants to test free agency and see what he can do. Uh, yep. We've seen that happen with 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 stars in the past. It happens all the time. So right. I remember, notably, I remember uh, Tory Hunter did that. Yep. The older he got, Albert Pujols, obviously, the the Angels didn't want his. Yeah, Tory Hunter did it, did that with the Tigers when we got him for that two year deal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And there's just some people, and that, those are friendly contracts where yeah. somebody like Miguel Cabrera, that's not a friendly deal, and nobody would <laughs> want to take it on. I wish we could have got offered the eight three hundred million when we signed him to yes. that monstrous deal. But I understand for the time he he's the cornerstone of a franchise, and you want to hold on to him. And they were talking about that actually on MLB Now mm-hmm. or or one of those shows where they were like, what they should have did instead of like evening out like evening out the years for the amount of money is really should have made it front heavy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. cause that that's his prime. They wanted to pay him for those years, those 2012, 2013, 2014, when he was hitting 40 home runs and, you know, pay him like 50 million then at the front for, for, for those years where he's doing well. And then the years where he's piddled out, it goes down to like 15, 20, you know, right. very, very, you know, uh, cap friendly. Yeah. But instead of, you know, that, that 30, 35 million all year, all for every year, you know, and that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. A way of doing things. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But no, it's the past. So you, you can't go back and change it. So, right. And, but, and yeah. maybe that's what the Yankees are doing with judge here. Maybe they're front loading. Yeah. Maybe yep. they're front loading. Maybe they're giving them opt outs too. Maybe it's a player friendly right. deal. Right. And incentives too, maybe, you know, like you sure uh, get, get, get a bonus, you know, X number of dollars. If you finish top three in the hall of fame voting or not hall of fame, but MVP voting, you know? Yeah. We, so. yeah. I know the, the, the post, I think we're one of the first ones or to, to come out and uh, with this, with this, uh, with this news of, mm. of Aaron judge. So we don't know. We don't know the details yeah. of this contract. We just know the eight years, 300 million. And you and I look at that. Yep. And like you said, it's not enough, you know, not enough, not good nope. enough, not good enough. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. It, it's not, it's no. not. So start three fifty and work your way up. Obviously, yep. I think he wants Mike Trout money. I think uh-huh. that's where he's looking possibly who else is up there. I mean, you got Mike Trout money, you got Mookie Betts. Who's up there yeah, as well. Yeah. Bryce Harper, yep. Bryce Harper. I mean, that's some, yep. that's, that's pretty crazy. So, yeah. So we'll see as this progresses uh, a little bit more and a couple little add-ons to our top sure. head of top headlines here. I, uh, another thing that broke today, which is obviously lesser news than what the Yankees offer judge, but Don Mattingly still in the coaching ring and love he it. is now a coach bench coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. Great move. I mean, great move by Toronto right there to uh, bring him on as a bench coach. I think, you know, he still has good managing years left in him, I think. So it's a, it's a bright mind, a, a smart mind, a winning mind to have on your bench there to, to help Toronto get past that first round, you know, because they, they, they showed their age in that opening round series yeah. this year, I think. Yeah. Uh, so to have someone like him on the bench, I think, can help take them to the next level. So Yeah, I totally agree. I, I totally agree because, I mean, this move, if you look at the move, Obviously, it's kind of everything you just said. It's kind of it kind of brings a little bit more depth to yep. or a little bit more of a veteran backing yep. that they don't really have with. I think their manager right now is John Schneider. Yeah. So I, I think that brings a little bit more to him. Like, OK, 
since we have Schneider, who this is his first coach gig, this is his first manager gig. Yep. Maybe that's who they stick with. Maybe that's, you know, um, I mean, they liked him. They loved what he did in yep. the, they loved what he did with the interview and what have you. But I think with Don Mattingly, that's like, okay, we need somebody experienced behind him. Kind of other teams have done that in the past where you kind of have more experienced bench coach. So you do have to lead the young guy. And that right. has proven success in the past with mm-hmm. some coaches, but some other coaches, it doesn't. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I, I I think it's good. It, you know, like you said, if you have someone with this experience, it can make you you know m- make your decisions look better because you have that that extra mind right there on the bench that's been through it to talk talk you through what's going on. And I I I think it's a great idea. I like. Yeah, it. I, I do too. And I love Don Mattingly. I think this yep, you and I too. have always called him Hall the almost yeah and yeah. Hall of Famer, but he's an almost guy. He, he yep. can never win the big one. He was a star in his own right, but not the star when he was right. in the league. And yep. he was an almost guy. And uh, he was with the Dodgers and almost won a World Series. Yep. But he couldn't get him over that hump. So he went to the Marlins. And it's just yep. a lot of series of almost there with his career. And I, I kind of would like to see him win one and yep. kind of uh, solidify himself in that Hall of Fame somehow because. Clearly, he was a good player, and he is—he is—he's a good manager. I think some of the we'll find out this uh, this week or next if he gets in, because I think the Hall of Fame vote comes up for uh, and he's on that that whatever golden era ballot or whatever that right. it is. So we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. So and then and the last little bit of the headlines to kind of round out our headlines. One I kind of wanted to put in because we haven't talked about this guy at all Get it. has been this thirty-year-old pitcher from the MPB League from Japan uh, named Kodai Senga. So Kodai Senga is a pitcher. Obviously, he's a, he's a pitcher. He's a right-handed pitcher, and he plays for the soft. What do you call him? The Soft Hawks or the Fu, the Fu, uh, Soft Bangkoks? I'm sorry, the Fukuoka uh, Soft Bangkoks. And he's been doing it since 2012. Now mm-hmm. everybody's flocking to see this guy. I guess this guy has masterful pitches. I mean, I've okay. been watching over the last few weeks. I've been watching some videos of him, and there's this one right where he could he he could throw up to 102 miles an hour. Yeah. And that's not just with his fastball. I mean, this guy has insane pitches. It throws this like they call it this ghost fork ball okay. that just disappears out of his hand. He throws a slider. He has a curve and a cutter and all of them are top notch pitches. Jeez. And right now, I mean, teams are flocking not only to see this guy, but to throw bids in on him of like Man. where he wants to okay. go. And he is yeah. he's a good pitcher. But for me, see, this is kind of like the Ichiro thing all over again, because when Ichiro signed, he was kind of, he was older. He wasn't like old, old, but he right. was older. So you wouldn't get him when he was young. And this Kodai Senga is the same way. This guy's 30 years old yep. and having a, well, he's 29. He's going to be 30 in, right. in, in January. But and he did good with MPB. MPB baseball is some of the best baseball on the planet. But yeah. what do you do? I mean, one, I want to know who do you think could sign a guy like this? Who could use the services? And two, do you think it's wor- worth it to sign a guy like this? I do. Um, like you said, he's 29. He's going to be 30. I think a team that's going to take him right now is going to be a, a big market team and mm-hmm. a team that's ready to win. Cause he's, you know, he, he's Mr. Pitcher right now in Japan. What, yeah. you know, what, what it looks like. So yeah. if he's going to make the, the leap to the major leagues, he's going to want to go on a team where he can win now. 
because yeah. he he's he's like you said, he's not getting any younger, right? Uh, so he he only has you know X number of years in the tank here. He doesn't want to go on a team where he's going to be you know starting out trying to you know, go on the rebuild with them. I think he's going to want to go on a team like a New York, either Mets or Yankees or a Los Angeles team, Angels or Dodgers. And I could see him leaning towards the Angels because they need pitching help, right? Yeah. So yeah. So I I I, I want you know which. If you get players like that, they're already making a splash with some of their other moves. They're obviously showing that they want to contend, but maybe they could sell him on that and uh, say, all right, we're, we're really close and we have Mike Trout and Otani. I think it's the place to be. So I think it's going to be a big market and a team that's on the cusp of, uh, of winning. So Yeah, and actually the Angels are a very good place for him just because mm-hmm. if you want to keep Otani around, yeah, this guy can entice because he's a Japanese pitcher. Otani's Japanese, yep. so this gives him some familiarity. These guys, mm-hmm. I imagine, played against each other in MPB. So, oh yeah, uh, that I think that would be great. I think the Dodgers would could be in on it as well, just because Dodgers are in on everything, right? You just don't. <laughs> well, you just don't know where Clayton Kershaw is going yep. to. What's he? What are you going to get? You still don't have from? Bueller, right? Bueller's yeah. out. I mean, and some of the guys you have in that staff, while good, I don't see top notch. Right. Uh, I, I like them, but I Urias and those guys, I'm not. And you uh-huh. lost Tyler Anderson, so yep. Maybe he would be a good fit. I can see the Giants. The Giants need pitching help. I think yep. the loss of Gosman really affected their staff this past year. Agreed. So that would be good. And pe- But a lot of people are saying New York, of course, because yeah. New York's another one. New- both New Yorks. I can see New York Mets being a sneaky underdog for him. And I can also mm-hmm. see the Yankees being a sneaky underdog for him as well. Agreed. So uh, I, I, if I, if the team I wish would grab him, other than the Tigers. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. A team I think that two teams that I think could really come in and try to snag him, but they would probably have to pay a little extra to keep him or to get, to get him to sway him from one of the bigger markets would be the Cardinals or the, uh, the Miami Marlins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't see would be fun. The Cardinals would very much be fun just because I love Jordan Montgomery. I love Jack Flaherty, but I think they need a little bit more security in that bulk in that, in that rotation. And I think Senga could be that pitcher, man, just watching a pitch. He has this cool like release and he kind of with his glove hand, it's not as stiff and he's just very fluid. I just, I like him. So I kind of wanted to talk about him today a little bit and see where, where our heads at. And I think we both agree. It's probably going to be a bigger market team, obviously East coast or West coast. And that's where a lot of Japanese pitchers will go uh, from this, from MPB places a lot of these players will go to a higher market team just because they're they can promote them more now i I think another underdog out west would probably be the seattle mariners just because they're their owners um japanese so i think that could be a thing too so yeah that's that's a good wild card right there yeah Yeah. definitely so i'm kind of loving where we're we're at right now with predictions and every year we have our 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 free agent prediction show And Steve, man, I mean, we got some good ones this year. You and I were talking before the show, and we said this isn't like a – we like the class, but we don't think it's one of the top classes. It's, I not, mean, it's not like those big names, like those those sexy names that you saw like last year, where you right. got Baez, Correa, you know, all these really big, bigger, bigger names. It's like, you know, you got these you – know, it, 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 it's a, it's a quality bunch. It's a really right. good bunch, but it's not like those flash – outside of Aaron Judge and, and Verlander, maybe. It's not like those really big, flashy names. Right, but it's very top-heavy, and then it just yep. kind of peters off as you go. Right. Then you're getting names like Joey Gallo, Brandon Nimmo, who are great yep. players, but they're not <laughs> they're not top-tier. And even <laughs> no. the bigger names, that would have been bigger names three, four years ago, J.D. Martinez. They're yeah. older now, Brad, Michael uh-huh. Bra- Brantley. Uh, so, but even Justin Verlander, while Justin Verlander's good, 
He's getting older, so I don't really look at him as being this, oh, my God, kind of guy. Jacob DeGrom's up there, but you don't know what you're getting with him being in with it coming off the injury he did this past year. So, Steve, man, do you want to kick it off? Because I want to hear the top free agents and I want to hear where you think they're going to go. I mean, I guess let's start at that position and just work it down. Yeah, so I'll kick it off with catcher Uh, Wilson Contreras. He's obviously the top catching free agent target yep. uh and for me i i think that this team shows they still need a little bit of help to catch him we're gonna go with the houston astros wow the rich yeah. the rich keep getting richer they gotta bray you i think they're gonna get wilson Contreras too and this team is just gonna restock the shelf and get ready for another run at another mm-hmm. title you don't think maldonado's the guy hey eh? no <laughs> <laughs> I do not. He, he was serviceable. No, don't get me wrong. He was serviceable. They got to the world. You know, they got to the World Series. They won it. But going forward, no. <laughs> hard, I think hard they guys. need a little more uh, pop and a little more offense uh, yeah. at that position, and uh, he just doesn't give them that. So I'm going to go with okay. Contreras to the Astros. Okay. Um, first base, Josh Bell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, Abreu is right there, but obviously we saw Abreu went to the Astros, so he's off right. the the first base top target. So Josh Bell, I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Giants need some offense in a big way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> after you know, yep. after uh, coming off that big season in 2021, and you know, losing Chris Bryant and all these you know other players, I think they they need a little offense, and Josh Bell can give them that. So Josh Bell, the Giants. Yep. Second base, uh, we got a couple there. We got Gene Segura and Adam Frazier. Gene Segura, yeah, I'm going to go with the White Sox. Wow. Uh, yep, yep. Good. I think he, I like he, fit, yeah, he fits uh, fits what they need there. So I'm going to go with Segura to the White Sox. Adam Frazier, that, that's that's a tough one, but I feel like he, he'd he be good in a nice Midwest, uh, you know, mid-market team. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be, he'd be a nice little fit there in St. Louis. Uh, third base, Justin Turner. Uh, I think this is all smoke and mirrors. He's going back to the Dodgers. Mm. I think that I think they'll they'll work out a way to work out a deal where he goes back to uh, to Los Angeles. I had talked, uh, uh, you know, maybe a dark horse could be him going to Detroit because they lost Candelario and they need help at third base. So he could maybe see Detroit as a target, but I still think he has more winning. He wants to do in Detroit. It's not quite there yet. So I right. feel like he's going to go back to the Dodgers. Mm. Uh, shortstop. I'm going to go with, uh, we got Trey Turner, Correa, Bogart, Stansby Swanson. Big, uh, you know, shortstop market here. So for Trey Turner, I think he's going back to Dodgers. I really wow. do. Wow. I, 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 I do. I think they're going to work out a deal. You know, the Dodgers, they have pretty much a bottomless pit of money. Uh, so I think that they'll find a way to work out a deal because he's done very well where he's in Los Angeles. So I'm going to go Trey Turner to the Dodgers. I'm going to go Carlos Correa to the Giants. Mm. Uh, again, you need the offense. Uh, you know, he's good with the glove too. So I'm going to go Correa to the Giants. Xander Bogots. Uh, it was between going back to Boston or Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle though. That's a good thing. Uh, I, I I love that he'd be a great fit there with the Mariners. I think they're on the cusp of something really good. Mm. Uh, they broke that playoff streak uh, this year, and I think there's more to come from them. Dansby Swanson. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cubs. I think wow. it's. Uh, I think. I think the Cubs are finally going to get off their asses again and start saying we're a we're a, a first tier team. We're going to start spending money again, and I mm. think it's going to be uh, signing uh, Dansby Swanson. Wow. Yeah. Going to left field, uh, we got you know Gallo, Ben Attendee, Adam Duvall. Uh, Joey Gallo, 
I think the Brewers need some help. I, 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 see him go, I see him go in the Brewers. I think it'd be a good fit for him. He's not in the limelight like he was in New York where, you know, all eyes are on him and the criticism and all that. I think going to a team like Milwaukee, I feel like he can he can thrive there and help out that team. Mm-hmm. Ben Intendi? We're going to go with the Pirates on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be like, well, really? Ben Intendi to the Pirates? Yeah, I feel like, you know, they, they did their, their splash with Carlos Santana. I think they're going to uh, bring in Ben Intendi, uh, have him do it. I don't know if it's going to be a, more than the usual pirate one-year deal, but we'll see. Uh, you know, see how he does in the pedaling. Uh, and then Adam Duvall, I feel a return to Cincinnati is in order for him. So I have Adam yeah. Duvall going back wow. to the Reds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Center field, we got Nimmo and, and Cody Bellinger. Uh, Nimmo, he's going back to the Mets. Uh, I, I like I like Nimmo with the Mets. It's nice uh, reunion there. And Cody Bellinger, I think he needs a fresh start off the West Coast. I see him going to Toronto. I, I, I feel like he'd be a good fit there with the Blue Jays, uh, bringing that leadership. He's won an MVP. He's won a World Series. Be that veteran help that I think they need. And it gives him a fresh start off the West Coast. So I like it. Big one. Right, right field, uh, Aaron Judge. Uh, I'm still not backing off. He's going to go back to the Yankees. Yeah. I think it's they're going to work it out. We talked about the 300 million eight years. We talked about how that money is a little bit low. I think they're going to up the ante, and I do think eventually he sticks around in, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, DH JD Martinez. Uh, I see him going to the Ga- the Guardians there. That'd be fun for him, right? He he knows the AL Central from his time with the Tigers. Yeah. Guardians need uh need some bats as they show. They have great pitching, but they kind of outside of Jose Ramirez, and that's pretty much their offense. So I still think he's got a little bit left in the tank. I think it'd be a fun fit for him uh, with uh, Terry Francona as his manager. Michael Brantley Jr. I like him in St. Louis. I think he'd wow. be fun. Uh, he'd be fun for the Cardinals. Be a nice fit to that lineup. He he just he kind of looks like a St. Louis Cardinal, in, in my opinion. Hard worker. Uh, just I think it'd be yeah. a great fit there. Uh, over in the pitching side, Jacob Degrom. I've said it before. I'll say it. Again. I mean, he's going to Texas. I'm yeah, go you've been Texas. hard on him going to the Rangers. I've been hard on him going to Texas. Bruce Bochy needs pitching. Yep. Uh, this would be a nice big splash. Texas isn't afraid to spend money, so I think Degrom is going uh, going to Texas. Justin Verlander, he's flirted with the uh, with the Dodgers. I think he's talked with the the Giants, and you know, I think after you know, this is we talked about before. This is his first real testing the free agency waters. I think he goes back to Houston. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, uh, I think that it's been a great fit for him. Uh, I think you know, he just wants to get out there, so as wild oats, so to speak, and do that you know free agent uh, talk and talk. But I really think he goes back to Houston. They work something yeah. out, uh, a three year deal, and then last, Carlos Rodon. I think he's going the Mets. You know, the Mets I think <laughs> yeah. are going to are going to lose to Grom. You know, you still got Scherzer there, uh, but Rodon I think would be a great fit there in uh, in New York, and he'll go to the Mets. Wow, take a drink of water after that one. Holy Woo! shit, that was a long one. <laughs> I, I like a lot. I like a lot of everything you said. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, Adam yeah. Frazier, Cardinals, what have you. But some of my favorites, I, Gene Segura to the White Sox is, would be awesome because mm-hmm. him second base, Tim Anderson shortstop, that what a killer combo that would be. If mm-hmm. Yo Moncada can get his shit together at third, at third man, yeah. that'd be really, mm-hmm. really good. And then yep. um, I, I like Joey Gallo to the Brewers. I They need more bats there. That's just yep. – that's the that's the truth of the matter. They need more bats. Yeah, they Martinez, don't have much offense. Yeah. yeah, they don't. And J.D. Martinez to the Guardians just makes sense. 
just makes sense. I mean, I, I could see him moving back. I could also Midwest. see him going back to Boston since Boston lost out on a Bray and being like, well, I guess we got to circle the wagons here. Hey, you want to come <laughs> yeah. back? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, nope. and he me. didn't have a right, great cool. year last year, but who knows? I mean, maybe he yeah. rebound will be okay. And I think yep. we're both in agreement that the Rangers, Astros, and Mets are the ones, the top tier guys to get pitchers yep. this year, to get the yep. top tier pitchers. So yep. just a matter of who's going where, I think, <laughs> right. in, in, our, in our list. So, right. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah. Uh, Wilson Contreras, the top catcher as well. I- I'm going to go Tigers just because oh, I've heard his name. Nice. That'd be a great signing. I think that'd be a great first splash for Scott Harris to yep. lead this team. And they need a finally need a hitting catch- catcher. I just yeah. Wilson didn't do it. Uh, Tucker Barnhart didn't do it. I, I just yeah, you're not just talked not- about. They-, they haven't had a hitting catcher since Pudge, except for one year of Alex Avila. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. So it's so. time for them to get a hitting catcher, and I don't think they have time to wait for Dylan Dingler and we don't even know how he's going to be. So yeah, definitely Contreras with the Tigers. Uh, Josh Bell, I'm actually going to move him out of the West coast. I, I see a fit okay. since Abreu left the White Sox. I see him fitting perfectly with the White Sox. He just oh, makes did. sense in that lineup. I mean, yep. he can hit for power. He, he's been known hit, hit for average as well. He brings in a lot of runs. That's kind of what they're missing with Abreu. And I see him fitting with this young, with this young staff. It kind of would be, Reminding him of when he was the young guy coming up with the Pirates and yeah. McCutcheon was still with the Pirates. And I think he could help lead that team. Now, he's not as old as McCutcheon was at that time, but Josh Bell just makes sense to me mm-hmm. uh, for in the White Sox lineup. Now, second base, I think Gene Segura is going to – I think he's leaving Philly, and I think he's going to go with the Mariners. I think I, I think the Mariners need a stronger middle, and I don't think Adam Frazier is going to be there anymore, of course. And no. I think Segura would look really good. He, he can play shortstop, and he can play second. And I think they would mostly probably have him at short, but yeah. second base is nothing to shake a stick at either. So him going to the Mariners, Adam Frazier, Cardinals. I mean, for the same reasons you said yeah. – I mean, the guy's still a legitimate bat. He just he fits the Cardinals mold. He fits that system. Mm-hmm. So the Cardinals for me. Third base, Justin Turner. I don't see a top team grabbing him. He's 38 years old. He can still produce. But I see right. I see the age starting to kick in now, right? I see 38 catching up with him. And I see injuries starting to happen, what have you. I, I just don't think – I think it's time – I think the Dodgers realized the team that they have – last year can't get them to that next step they can't win that world series so mm-hmm. they need pieces to get them to there and i think justin turner is going to move on from the dodgers and i think the marlins are going to scoop him up and use his services i think for they have a great they have great talent coming up in the in the lower levels and i think he's a good seat warmer justin turner's a, a mm-hmm. legitimate bat and a good seat warmer because i think they are going to lose some of these, some of their guys that have got them hit well in the past, like they're losing Brian Anderson, the Marlins are. Mm-hmm. So I think Justin Turner fits really well with the Marlins. Now, shortstop, the big shortstops, right? We're talking Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, and Dansby Swanson. Trey Turner, the Phillies have been the biggest name yet. Yeah. And I think Trey Turner's, aside from Aaron Judge, in my opinion, the biggest free agent. You can mm-hmm. say Verlander, what have you, but Trey Turner has more to offer. Trey Turner can do it in the field, he can do it at the plate. He's, he can do it in the base paths. I mean, he's just all around just a dynamic player. The Phillies miss that. The Phillies don't have that all-around guy. Uh, Gene Segura is the closest they have as an all-around guy uh, and because we noticed Bryce Harper's sitting back into more of the DH role now. Mm-hmm. They they want his bat more than his fielding. So I think Trey Turner's the guy there. Carlos Correa, the Giants, same as you, man. Uh, I think that's their big splash in free agency. Uh, Xander Bogarts. Oh, and the, and the reason why... 
a lot of people have them him going back to the Twins. I don't think he liked it in Minnesota. I think no. he doesn't like the I mean, weather. Why else would he? Why else if if he liked it, he would have opted into the right. next year of his contract. I mean, exactly. his contract was really good. Really you know? good. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And the Twins aren't bad. I think they're going in the yeah. right direction. But I think for him, I don't think he liked it there. It wasn't he likes down bet. south. He likes yep. Texas, Florida, California, Arizona. Yep. He likes he likes those kind of markets. So I and I think California fits well with him uh yep. and northern california i think is where he's gonna be his home and i, I think they're gonna gladly pay him what he wants now xander yep. bogarts they don't red sox don't have very many stars left I mean, <laughs> yeah. and i think they need somebody to hold on to uh from that old team and they have Raphael Devers, who's amazing but they need a one-two punch yep. the two punch is xander bogarts i, I think they're gonna re-sign him i think they're gonna keep him and make him a red sox as long red sock as long as they can uh keep him there and i because i think he's happy there too yeah uh, here's my big one. I think the Dodgers don't want to lose Trey Turner, but they, they don't, they don't want to pay him all that money because they're already locked in with Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts and what have you. Mm. So I think they're going to take the, a guy who's also a very good player, but a cheaper option is Dansby Swanson. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. I think Dansby's going right. to go to the Dodgers and I think Dansby wants to get out of Atlanta and spread his wings a little bit. And I mm-hmm. think. He'll go as far as he can to get it, and he's gonna have a reunion with Freddie Freeman. Yeah. And I think this is this just makes sense. I think Freddie Freeman will help bring him to the Dodgers. So, uh, Joey Gallo, I like your <laughs> prediction better than mine. <laughs> um, but I think this just I, the reason why I put Joey Gallo here because it seems like a Joey Gallo. It seems like yeah. a a move the this team would do, and it's the Angels. I yep. think the Angels to sit there and make it look like they're signing big sticks. <laughs> they're going to get a guy who strikes out more than anybody. Yeah. So uh, I, to me, it's yeah, they're going to sign the strikeout King Joey Gallo, but I do like <laughs> the Brewers one King. better. Uh, yeah. I don't think he'll succeed that well with the angels because the strikeouts, of course, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I Joey Gallo with the angels, Andrew Benatendi, the Cubs need a splash. The Cubs are now ready to start signing players again. Yep. Which is weird because they let everybody go last year, the year right? Before, so, uh, but their younger guys are coming up. They want to remold, re, re, redo this franchise, what yeah. have you, in the mold of the, their new GM. And I think Andrew Benatendi is a good place to start. And I think Andrew Benatendi will go to the Cubs. Um, Adam Duvall, I think he's going to stick with the Braves. I think he likes okay. the Braves. I do believe that the Reds need him, like you said. I, I think a team like the Marlins could use him, but okay. I think the Braves is where he's going to where he's going to place his hat. Uh, center field, you got two. You got Brandon Nimmo and you got Cody Bellinger. Brandon Nimmo just makes sense of the Twins. I think when they yeah. lose Carlos Correa, they're going to focus their their thoughts on getting somebody else. They got Byron Bucks in center field, but they need another guy out there in, in the outfield with them. And yeah. I think Brandon Nimmo is a perfect bet for that division and for that lineup. So, um, and Cody Bellinger, Cody, what, what to do with Cody Bellinger? <laughs> Cody Bellinger. Now you had him signing with the Blue Jays yeah. to have a new start. And you and I agree that the new start needs to happen with Cody Bellinger. Yep. But he's a California kid through and through. I mean, he grew up loving the Dodgers. Yep. He got his childhood dream of playing for the Dodgers. He won a World Series and MVP with the Dodgers. Yep. And the Dodgers have interest in re-signing him, but to a one-year deal. But I think yeah. Cody wants to get paid okay. and get paid a little bit. But I think he also realizes he needs a fresh start. Yeah. And I think he's going to stay in, in California, but it's going to be more of a lateral move. So I think he's going to go up to the Giants. Oh, man. And it's, a che- it's a cheap. I mean, because yeah. if they do sign Carlos Correa in my predictions, I think they'll still have enough money to pull off pull off uh, Cody Bellinger because they already signed Jack Peterson, right. who accepted their yep. qualifying offer. So I think Cody Bellinger would look great in that outfield. Yeah. Um, wow. The big one. 
you and I both say it. We're going to go Yankees with Aaron Judge. I just I can't see him in any other uniform, Steve. I just can't. Uh, he is a Yankee. He is New York. So yep. that's all I got to say about that. J.D. Martinez, Giants. I think you're going to get a guy in oldie but a goodie. Here's an old <laughs> classic. T- and here's a, a classic that you'll bring back in. I think uh-huh. J.D. Martinez wants to go to warmer weather, and I think he's another one that's going to sign with the Giants, and he'll okay. help. Because something tells me this Giants regime likes older players. Yeah. Just something that. about it. They like the, they need veteran leadership, which they missed last year. And I think they like older players. And I think JD Martinez is that next guy to fill in where Buster Posey and Longoria left off. So yep. uh, JD Martinez to the Giants. Br- uh, Michael Brantley, 36, 37, 38 years old he is. Uh, I think the Orioles make their first big splash signing. And it's Ooh, not. Big, here we go. <laughs> and it's not a big splash, but it is a necessary bat. And it's Michael right. Brantley Jr. Uh, and down to the big three. Jacob deGrom, Justin Verlander, Carlos Rodon. Uh, Kicking off with Jacob deGrom, I think the Mets are going to do everything in their power to keep him. I think they love him. They want him. I I think he wants – they want him to be a Met for life. It's just all – it's all going to be if Jacob deGrom wants to stay or not. And I think this team loves him, so I think he's going to stick with the Mets. Justin Verlander, same exact reasons you said. I think he loved being courted. I think he (laughs) – he loves that, but also I think Justin Verlander isn't a big lights, big city guy in terms of I need to be in this. Yeah, he's with Kate Upton, and but she's not either. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So yeah. I think they're both. I like. I think they like the, the 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 hometown roots. I would love him back with Detroit, but I think for him, he's already established his career yep. as being one of the best pitchers ever. So. And he's did that with the Astros. He solidified that with two World Series wins and, what, two Cy Youngs two with them? Two Cy Youngs with them. So why would he go anywhere else? I mean, <laughs> I think they're going to pay him what he wants. And I think he's just going to be stabilized as an Astro. So I think it just doesn't seem like a, a Justin Verlander move to go to the Dodgers no. or the Mets, you know? Nope. I agree. Uh, last but not least, Carlos Rodon is going to be with the Rangers. The Rangers need a pitcher. Bochi needs a good pitcher. You got Gray, you got Perez, what have you. But I think... Rodon's going to be their big guy. Here's the thing I've always alluded to, and then I'll shut up. Uh, uh, I don't like what the Rangers did in free agency last year. I don't like how they're building this team. Yeah, you said that. I, I think they need more pieces from the farm to help them yep. build, yep. and they got rid of a lot of those guys, and a lot of those guys haven't been good development. I think this is a team that needs the stink cleaned out of their house, just like the Tigers did, and I'm just not a fan of the way they're going with things. And I think mm-hmm. the Carlos Rodon move is exactly <laughs> what they'll do just because yep. they're going to lose out on Verlander. They're going to lose out on Jacob deGrom and they're going to go <laughs> and, and they did the same shit when they did with Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. They, you know what I mean? They're like, well, yep. we don't have the big guy we want. So we're just going to take what's available. And the, yeah. the Tigers did that years ago too. Oh, yeah. So I see them doing the same thing and they're like, fuck, we'll, we'll go last, you know, Bring the la- the girl home from the bar, the one that looks the best, I guess, in their eyes. And it's Carlos Rodon, and I just, and that's it. It just sounds like a Rangers move to me. It really does, yeah. And you haven't been shy talking about how much you uh, you hated the the signings of Simeon and yeah. Seager. About how you, you can't really build a uh, a team around the, those pillars right there. Bochi, in my opinion, was their best move getting yep. Bochi on. Yep. Uh, but the re- but the rest, I mean, I don't. I like Seager. But he is a guy that just has never been. He's not that a guy, guy you build your franchise around. He's right. not that guy. He's he's a great role player. Yeah. He's not he's not your star. Good sidekick. Him yep. and Marcus Simeon, but they're not yep. they're not Batman. Yeah, you know? exactly. They they got two Robins on a team that needs a Batman. 
I couldn't say it so, any better. That's exactly yeah. what it is, man. I, I I like your pick, especially the Josh Bell pick. I think uh, Josh Bell at the White Sox just it looks right. It does. <laughs> it it does. does. Yeah. And uh, I I like the Cody Bellinger of the Giants. Can you imagine that? You know, because you got those division rivals right there, Dodgers and Giants. It goes back for years, and yeah, these dude. two teams don't like each other and be like, hey, well, I'm just gonna go over to yeah. this team. Fuck yeah. you, and I'm gonna go do this. That'd be fucking sweet. That would be an awesome. Oh, uh, it'd be all time. I I I, I like it. I, I, I love it too. I, I guess I can see the stuff happening. So, so we'll see if our predictions are right. Usually, you and I are pretty way off. So, yeah, um, <laughs> really we get is. one we, or two we, right, but yeah. mostly way off. Yeah, I, it's so hard to predict because the rumors really are so is. much, you know. And it's usually a dark horse comes out oh. or something that they where you have no idea that these people are even in the rank. You know, like like when like when Correa went to the Twins. Yeah, you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Say what? They weren't even yeah. a top ten team. I thought <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, Sally. Chris, Chris Bryant to the Rockies. What? Yeah. yeah, I still think he's that he's got some uh, or they got some dirt or something oh, on him. That's how 100%. he got to the Rockies. They're holding his wife hostage, like we yeah, said. They told Please let them go, Rockies. <laughs> oh man, Chris Bryant, he still plays. <laughs> he still plays. <laughs> oh. oh, anyway, on that note, shall we uh, head on over to Collection Corner? Let's do it. All right. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, up for me this week, Luis Robert. Love okay. center fielder with the White oh. Sox. A little bit. It's kind of all they had last year. Yeah. Uh, up $15.56. That's Oof. a 103.32% increase. We're talking mostly his rookie cards. Market price right now sits around $30.62. Gotta love his 2020 top Chrome rookie. His 2018 Bowman Chrome prospects. Great card there. And his 2022 Tops Heritage which I feel like I see in like every pack I open. <laughs> they really <laughs> saturate that one. Didn't they? <laughs> they really did. Uh, uh, down for me, Fernando Tatis Jr. Dude, you, this 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 decrease is staggering to me. Down forty seven dollars and fifty eight cents. That's a sixty seven point fifty two percent decrease. Market price right now, which is crazy. I've never seen it dip below thirty since he's Jeez, been in the league. Yeah. at twenty two dollars and eighty nine cents. Jeez. Yeah, crazy. His two thousand twenty tops holiday is dramatically down. That used to be high. 2019 yeah. Top Series 2 the rookie card, which I was one of his one. best cards. Yeah. Good card. I love that card. Yep. And his 2021 Tops Big League Defensive Wizards, which is a, is a really good looking card, but surprisingly, it used to be up really high, and then now it's like very low. So those are my ups and downs cards yeah. for the Yeah, that Tatis. I remember you and I looking over Tatis rookies when he was at like that that height when he was on the cover of the show and all that. And we're like, man, yeah. like that 2019 series two was going for like usually ungraded for like 70, right. 80 bucks. I'm like, yeah. all right, we got some here. Now it's like uh, it's and, and it'll probably it's go not up bad. Forms, it'll, yeah, but, exactly. But still it's not but, nearly where we uh where we had it before. We're seeing his star drop just a little bit. Uh just just a skosh. Uh up for me this week is uh Mini Minoso. He's up $32. I love Mini Minoso so much. He's up $32.59 or a 61.70% increase to a market value of $85.41. Uh, top uh, high cards from includes 1952 tops, rookie card number 195. His 1969 tops number 80. Down for me this week is Adam Frazier. Sorry, guy. Uh, he's, down, <laughs> he's down. There's not much, but two dollars and eleven cents, or forty-one point two nine percent decrease to a market value of three bucks. Three, 
three dollars. I thought it said thirty, and I'm like, wait, for an Adam Fraser card? What? No, three bucks. Oh my god! <laughs> Down cards include his 2022 Tops Gypsy Queen Auto Sepia Parallel number to 99, and his 2017 Tops Heritage Rookie Card number six six nine. Sounds like they're giving those cards away. Boys. They pretty much are on eBay. I was on there. I'm like, Whew, man. Yeah, they they try to get you with the shipping. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, shall we uh, get the candles out and celebrate a birthday? Hell yeah, I'm excited. All right, yep. It's a happy heavenly birthday to Hall of Famer and White Sox great Mini Minoso. Shocking, I mentioned him in my uh, ups and downs for the week. Yeah. Born on November the 29th, 1923. Uh, newly minted uh, Hall of Famer. I think he's part of like the golden era, mm-hmm. uh, golden days era committee. He got inducted in 2022. Uh, 299 career average, 2,110 hits, 195 home runs. Uh, 1,093 runs batted in, kicked off his career in the Negro Leagues for the New York Cubans, 47-49, and then uh, bounced around uh, there uh, with, with with the Indians to start, went to Chicago. That's where he really made his name, Cleveland again, back to Chicago. It's kind of like Billy Martin here, really, with how many times he had stints in Chicago. And then he went to Washington and then hey, back with Chicago a couple more times. Uh, two-time Negro League All-Star, nine-time Major League uh, Baseball All-Star, uh, Negro League World Series champion in 47, three-time Gold Glove Award winner, three-time stolen base leader, and his number nine is retired by the Chicago White Sox. Wow. Yep. Like I said, Hall of Famer, class of 2022. Trivia, he became the fourth oldest player to collect a base hit in Major League Baseball at the age of 50. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. Yep. Because the White Sox brought him back like a bunch of times here. Uh, so yeah, 50, 50 years old, 50 uh, years old, they, man, they brought, God. Yeah, got, got a hit. <laughs> that's like, that's like, like Ricky Henderson. Old. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. So, yep. So happy birthday to Minnie Minoso. Happy birthday. Love Minnie Minoso, I man. I, sometimes it's hard to forget that he used to be in the Negro leagues. Yeah. And he, he was, uh, uh, first, uh, he broke the color barrier for the white side or yeah, uh, for for the White Sox when he was with the White Sox, he was their first, uh, yeah, colored baseball player. So, yeah, uh, first, but but who did he start with? He said Cleveland. Indians, Cleveland. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. And I think they, is, they yeah, they I had mean, uh, a Satchel couple Page, players. Set, yeah, yeah. One was time, Larry, yeah, yep. Larry yeah, Doby. So Larry Doby. I was about yeah. to say, wasn't it Larry Doby? Yeah, yeah, he's the one that broke their color barrier, and yep. then I think Satchel came later. I can't remember, yeah. but. Man, yeah, Mini Minoso. I was so glad to see him get in. It sucks that he passed was, by exactly. the time he got in, but I mean, he was the Cuban Willie Mays. They would yeah, say. he was. He was. He was yeah, really good. Just so a fantastic baseball player. Absolutely. Well, Steve, yeah. shit, man, that's a show. That is. It's a good show, man. Oh, yeah, man. Whew, as we inch closer to Christmas, we inch closer to Christmas. We're gonna have some Christmas-related shows, which is pretty yeah. dope. At I didn't think today's show would be as huge, but man, there was a lot to talk about. And <laughs> so a lot to, a lot to, uh, to take in and, uh, and yeah, analyze and just absorb. Yeah. Oof. And if I think if that's any indication of our, our show length is just showing you how MLB is starting to heat up. Now you're starting to see more signings, more yep. possible trades that were, you know, happened and you're starting to see more things. And then we're getting ever so close to the draft lottery, which is going to be interesting. Yep. So oh, dude, that's next, next a week from today. I think it is from Wednesday. Yeah, it is. So it is, it is. I can't wait to see it. But in the meantime, thank you everybody so much for listening to our show. We just, we love the numbers. We love yeah. everybody who's commenting and thank you so much. And Shit, dude. Let's let's get out of here. It's uh, okay. kind of a shitty day out, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go decorate. 
Oh yeah. Decor- yeah. I got, yeah, I got the, I got the big, uh, yeah, big decoration happening. So uh, it's going to be a good time. Steve, this is Steve's first house. <laughs> this is his yep. first homeowner and he's actually doing, he's following his dreams and he's decorating the shit out of his house right now. Yep. I'm actually almost worried for him. He sent me, <laughs> He sent me the things he was buying, and then he told me the prices today, which he didn't tell me yesterday. <laughs> and I sent you that little intervention, yeah, you did. that little intervention gift. I'm like, I think Steve might have a problem, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. But like you said, this is my Super Bowl, so uh, yeah, <laughs> better, better, better look out. It's going to be great. Yeah, so, go on his social media, and you can see Post some picture, of the stuff. Yeah. Have you posted yeah. any Christmas pictures yet? No, nothing yet. I wanted to get everything uh, uh, put together and then I'll start snapping some or post some pics and stuff. But yeah, I got the upstairs pretty much done. I sent you the pic of my vintage tree that Dude. I have uh, downstairs. And With the I, Santa, the Santa climbing? Yeah, the yeah, that, 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 that's my upstairs tree. Yeah. So yeah. Nice, man. Uh, the downstairs tree has all like ornaments from the 50 or 40s through the, uh, the 70s. So. Yeah, so if anybody yeah. wants to feel bad about their decorating, <laughs> look at Steve. Check when he it out. Yeah. Just it's check it out. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. But all right, in the meantime, oh, man, man, let's get the fuck out of here. And Sounds shit, good. for you Christmas shopping and for me, I don't know yet. Let's all do right. it. All right, we'll catch you all next week. Deuces. Deuces.